0: Flip-rolls. Take, take it down to Mexico. Come back with that shit. that might make you psycho. Coal. <laughs> Maximum frequencies to your Dude, stereo. stereo. Sorry, this is it, but homeboys, oh, I got to go. Woo-ha! <gasps> Hi. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. woo Got you all in check. Right, Tony? Head nod yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. and shit, yeah. He said head nod and shit. Head nod and shit.
0: That's a new one for MCP.
2: It is. A, Son, it's going to be T-shirts right there. MCP. Head knotting and shit. It would be more programming and shit, wouldn't it be?
1: Uh, why not? All three.
2: Uh, pff, why not? You're right. Exactly.
0: Head knot while I'm programming. No, that doesn't rhyme. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Let's try again. Let's back that up. Try it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it. Try it. Try, try. try it. Here we Tony,
0: go. drop a beat. Drop a beat. I need a beat. Come on. Oh, That's shit.
1: So shit. Oh, I
2: got you. Come on. I'm kidding. Oh no, no, you're not. Now we got. You. We got you now. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's oh, what you wanted that be. I know.
2: I just felt like I got punched in the face a couple times with that sounder. Yeah. <laughs> First true. time I heard, it, I felt like I was gonna jump backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have you got no nothing, way. Harley.
2: He just gave up. My man loves oh, hip hop and can't come up with one. One rhyme for Harley for Tony.
1: I have uh, no idea how to slow that down. I'm, Damn! Like what? What can I do? What can I do? Nope.
2: Nope. Nothing. Instrumental. Come on, Harley. You got something? Got Let's go back and forth, Beastie Boy style. Ready? Oh my. You drop the first line. Go for it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a
0: Beastie
2: Boy line.
0: You can't. You. You know. You can't do that to me, man.
2: <laughs> Why not?
0: You. I. I can't. I don't perform like that.
2: But you can sing your heart out every time.
0: Yeah, but you gotta like you gotta like How about uh, you sing how
2: about you croon us tonight then? How about you sing sing a little song for Tony there? Um, what should I sing? I how about uh The Wild Wild West. <laughs> 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 Spoiler alert What's uh, going on, fellas? What is going on? Let's get back is, let's get back into business. This here. is insanity. Just, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is the bad boys podcast. Cats and dogs. <laughs> mass hysteria, bad boys podcast, random rants, and all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me, as always,
0: Harley, aka Marcus Burnett.
2: Oh, oh! I hear a beat. The man with the the man on the ones and twos. Yeah,
0: too bad he's like 14 minutes late. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy,
1: yeah, Tony, aka MCP.
2: Yeah, sorry. What's going on, fellas? We try to drop a funky beat. We try to bust some rhymes, but uh early chicken down.
0: maybe
2: maybe maybe at the end of the night maybe or oh, maybe at the end of the night
0: maybe, maybe oh, we we'll, will we'll bring back the heat. the uh maybe we'll bring back the the um
2: uh early in the martins yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i, <laughs> I got that. that from the old episode all the old tv shows yeah uh-huh. huh all right yeah that's that's all right. so that's a nice little teaser then for people so
1: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe! I'm yeah. just
0: saying. Let's see how I feel. They're see like, seize the sailor... my ass.
2: They're like, this episode's two hours long. I'm just going to fast forward to the end and listen to Harley Rattles. Like, see, see if a sailor totally just... on see the sailor Jerry's working. oh. Oh, there you go. Martin! <laughs> Harley Martin! <laughs> <laughs> Tripping on his lips. Come on, Harley. You got nothing.
0: Yeah, I got nothing.
2: You... Is it because you're on the spot right now?
0: Yeah, you, well, you can't. It's like I think like, it would
2: work best if we're talking and you totally interrupt us rapping. Then, it yeah, that that's when you—that's when you get going.
0: Yeah, that actually is true. <laughs> is so, hey, so
2: you guys remember, um, hmm. uh, the you uh, know we've we've inter- interviewed like maybe two actresses on the podcast. Actually, only two uh, two actresses. One mm-hmm. being Christina Bach, aka Lady Stage on Twitter, and uh, I reached out to her on Twitter because. Um, I was on, uh, I was watching a commercial on TV on the El Rey network, Robert Rodriguez's TV, sh- you know, network. And they show a bunch of like Grindhouse stuff and campy stuff and just really cool. It's just a really cool genre channel. They got like lucha Luchador Wrestling, which is pretty cool. So they got some original content and a lot of movies and stuff. Um, but this weekend they were playing, uh, it was like a zombie weekend and they were playing her movie that she was in, Rockabilly Zombie Weekend. Remember we talked about mm-hmm. her, she had just finished it, she was making it. Um, so I went, I, I, set her up. I'm like, Hey, did you know it's playing all weekend long? It's, you know, I get to finally watch it. And then, uh, she's like, Oh my gosh. She totally posted it. Um, tagged us in it, tagged us, um, tagged the Rey Network. El Rey liked the tweet, liked our tweet. And, uh, I think it was another actor that was in the movie, liked the Bad Boy's tweet that, uh, that I had mentioned in her in it. Cause, um, I had Tony post something on Facebook and, uh, it got more traction on Twitter, Tony. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, but it was cool. It was cool for her, you know, to, you know, remember the little folks and the little yeah, podcast she did way back when, and you know, didn't want to say, hey, we didn't figure out about you. I remember, I remember, see, I remember thinking that was such a cool title, Rockabilly Zombie Weekend, you know, and I wanted to see it. So I recorded it. Had time to watch yeah, it. I wanted to watch it. I haven't gotten time to watch it, but I haven't recorded the DVR, so I want to check it out. But it was just cool to like, you know, hit her up on there and. uh just wanted to say, hey, you know, it's playing on there, so that was pretty cool.
0: Oh, she's totally
2: responding back and everything. Yeah, so I remember, um, I remember Harley being taken back by her beauty. Uh. <laughs> remember that, I Harley? Think that was, I think uh, that
0: was still with Jamie at the time.
2: Oh, that makes sense then.
0: A long fucking time ago.
2: Was huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think she was. Is she with
0: her, see? is she yeah is oh, she was that still? Cap, uh, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Okay. There's so many chicks hitting on you in the podcast. Hard. To oh touch.
0: my goodness! It, I'm, I'm, running out. Uh, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Had Tanya, Tanika, exactly. Tracy used to love him. Leave him.
2: See now he's rhyming. See, now he's rhyming. <laughs> When I asked him to rhyme, one little thing about MCP. Can't.
0: MCP doesn't rhyme with anything, motherfucker.
2: Oh, it, come on, man. I sent you. I uh, sent you that cool hip hop video. Remember what Eminem said? They said, you can't rhyme anything with oranges, and he goes, "That pisses me off."
0: He didn't I'm, rhyme anything with oranges. Yes, he did. So. What did? What did, what, Play what did that rhyme You don't remember? Playback. I don't remember. Door hinges, Oranges. Oh. G- oranges. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no,
1: it's it, it wasn't a word. He uh he rhymed door hinge with orange.
2: Oh yeah, see, yeah. and yeah. syringes. Yeah. Mm. Syringe rhymes oranges. with orange. Oranges. oranges and syringes don't. It doesn't rhyme.
0: No, you're right. No. Orange
1: syringe. Eh, you're the one who can't
0: even yeah, come up with cool. one rhyme. You can tell it's us that close rhyme. It's close. It's a half rhyme. yeah. Did you watch that,
1: Tony? Which one? The, the, video? Yeah, the
2: one I
1: I, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I remember it from, and I remember it always stuck in my head. Door hinge. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a cool.
1: It was a cool video, huh?
2: But he sent me that. Yeah. If, if everyone's like, "What were you we guys talking about?" We'll post a little link on the website. It was pretty cool. It was just this. Wrap up uh, being dissected, and it you know it was interesting. It gave like uh, Harley a better respect for uh, Biggie Smalls, which I thought, which is kind of interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, don't so I, hate I, him.
0: <laughs> I I I never had a lot of fucking love for for Biggie and Tupac, and 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 it sort of started this uh, this. Is like because back, right? because because my my argument is because they're dead. Everybody thinks they're the greatest thing that ever happened. And and that's bullshit. I mean, just because they're fucking dead, that doesn't mean they're good. And I feel like Biggie and Tupac got a lot of sort of undue, um, especially when, when the talentless um, uh, P. Diddy sort of just... Became incredibly famous off the coattails by just, you know, I miss you. Like, what was that song? The the remake of Sting, you know. Yeah. Um, it was just I mean, like did
2: fine, dude. I mean, he did. I mean, he. I mean, he found Biggie. I mean, he helped him get where he got. He produced a lot of his music, didn't he? I don't know. Maybe. He ran. He ran bad boy. I mean, how can you hate on a guy that ran bad boy?
0: I I don't care.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> but okay. So everyone says like, oh man. It's, Biggie and Pac, who's the best rapper? you hated that? You hated that conversation, right? Well, hated, I hated,
0: hated the, that question. I, I hated the, the I hated the argument that these two guys somehow changed hip hop. Like they were, they were icons. They were. I mean, they but were. They were, high, like they a were lot popular. Of high they high were popular. They had MTV hits. They were. They were. You know, they. But, you know, the truth is, look at somebody like Jay-Z, like, been, from been you know, producing for, I mean, a fucking decade, basically. You know what I mean? Um, I think these people do more for hip-hop than, especially Tupac. You know, it's like, he was a thug. He lived a thug life. He lived and died by it. But what did that do for hip-hop? You know what I mean? Like, was he some amazing, like, Eminem's a way better lyricist than Tupac was uh, I mean was Tupac an OG? Absolutely. Like he's way more OG than Dr. Dre will ever be. He gets around. I get around. Uh-uh. You know yeah, yeah, that yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, Don't Stop for Hose. I mean, I get around. I'm so saying. And the song is poppy. I mean, you can listen to it and you're like, yeah, it's great. Didn't change hip hop. It's just pop music. It's it's it didn't it didn't change anything. It was well, just gangster. Out in order, was-
1: in order, in order to be a pop icon, it's not about changing anything. It's about defining that. Uh, what does it say? Defining a characteristic of a given society or era. So that's what made them a pop icon: that they were, you know, very distinctive; that they were popular; everybody knew them. Right, um, there's all
2: these other rappers around at the t- same time, right? Oh, and oh, California Love, how many times did you not hear that song on the radio? And they were,
1: and they were everywhere. Oh,
2: damn, Woo! yeah. And they were, and like you said, Tony, right? They were everywhere, right? Their their songs were competing each other; they were hits, yeah, right, right after another. you hmm yeah, so what's
0: what 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 created you're, their popularity? The fact that they had beef with each other, and that they both died at a young age, or that they actually had
1: talent—that
2: was afterwards. So you don't think and they're I good would, lyricists, then?
0: I don't well, think that they that they were are nearly as good as everybody claims they were.
1: And you're probably right, but that in itself defines the society of that era, where people were 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 looking up to pop icons didn't have much talent they just happened to be popular i mean that's yeah that, i mean i
0: mean like that's hard
2: to say hardly i mean i mean you, I mean, you look is, at every like a lot of hip-hop lists you'll it's see
0: all, those yeah, yeah 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 of course of course because it's it's a popular thing to do you know what i mean and now obviously we'll look back and finally fife will get some a little bit more, a little credit, instead of just some obscure documentary that nobody will ever fucking watch. You know what I mean? But nobody was talking about Fife when Tupac and Biggie were around? When they were making fucking Midnight Marauders? I mean, is there, can you, I mean, Jesus, I mean, Far Side, Lab Cabin California, these albums, like, I mean, they create... Yeah, and they're great,
2: and they're underground hip-hop, but they're not reaching the masses you know exactly exactly
0: but they're way better from a quality standpoint of what that they what they represent and so i you know it's just like my biggest i mean the ultimate is and there was just something in the news about the guy um uh uh, kurt cobain that somebody released all the pictures of kurt cobain uh, of the, the, the suicide scene where, you know, they, they showed the, really? yeah, there's, yeah, there's some images posted of, of the, not, not of actual Kurt, but like the shotgun, like the cop holding the shotgun and the oh. room and the, the suicide note with a pencil stab through it and shit like that. Holy crap. I mean, when at the peak of popularity, Nirvana was like, it was like the doors who? It's all about Nirvana. I mean, it's all about this moody grunge rock. It's it's cha- it's changing the face of rock and roll. It's absolutely the so biggest you're saying
2: thing. Biggie and Puck didn't have that huge of an influence like that. They kind of just no, changed the music.
0: Absolutely, no, no, no. And my argument is that Nirvana and Kurt Cobain didn't either. He's just a dumbass white boy oh, who was a fucking wow. heroin addict. That shot himself oh, okay. in the head. Okay. All right. Because he all had right. depression problems. That is funny. And man. he screamed into a microphone. And everybody thinks you he's You don't a remember great that whole Grunge movie?
2: Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Allison Chain, all of them coming out at that time. And
0: nobody's talking about them anymore.
2: What are you talking about? I still they talk- listen to it. Pearl Jam's still touring. Alice, I, Chris Cornell's still touring. Allison Chain are still touring. I mean,
1: you, do, you in particular don't speak for all of music. <laughs> You're so Apparently you know, you're, does. you're you're coming no, from you're your point of view and what you find you know talent or what you think is good or the music that you like to listen to it's not necessarily
0: and i would i would argue pearl jam had more has a way bigger impact on music than nirvana could imagine that, that they even got close to i think if, if if nirvana survived and they just kept on making music That'd be just another sort of weird emotional rock
2: band. No way. Kind of thing. No fucking way. Did you not watch Nirvana Unplugged? It was a fucking incredible. It was an incredible show.
1: And the thing <laughs> is... Pearl Jam did it too. Ali there's did also... It too. But
2: Nirvana did it first.
1: And, and you can say that Pearl Jam is way bigger than Nirvana. But it doesn't mean Nirvana is small. True. They can both be big and just Pearl Jam is bigger. It doesn't mean that... It doesn't diminish the impact Nirvana had. It had a big impact. Pearl Jams was bigger, but Nirvana still affected a lot of people. There's a, I, think, I mean,
0: a, still yeah, I mean Nirvana now. large, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah. Well, and they're still buying Pearl Jam homes. I think the biggest, I think the biggest sort of argument that I can make that you can't argue against is this. The fact well, is some, <laughs> some of these, some of these bands are still around and they're still making music. What's his name? Leaves Nirvana because the band breaks up because what's his name shoots himself in the head and he yeah, becomes the that. Foo we Fighters. We got that. We got and that. And now, yeah, yeah. And now we have the Foo Fighters for what? Twenty years? I mean, fifteen yeah, he's years. So successful. Yeah. Roll is yeah. like out there with a broken leg with a fucking cast he's and rocking fucking out. Late. Fucking OG, right? Right. He's still doing it, and 20. that's what I would argue has a bigger impact on their culture or their genre, which would be rock and roll, is that they're still motherfucking doing it. If you die at 27 years old, your impact is limited to however long. I mean, how many albums did Nirvana release with Kurt Cobain? They're
2: still legend,
0: though. People are still
2: buying it. I think you you actually have it.
1: I think because your original argument was it sucks that people flock to an artist after they die. Yeah, they die, all the and all of a sudden, they're this huge thing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So album, right, right. But album sells more My him. my point is that you're contradicting yourself because right now you're saying that oh, if they would have lived, they would have had more of an impact. But your original argument was that they're having too much of an Im- impact because they died.
2: Right.
0: No, but I'm saying their impact is it, it's it's uh, it's fake. It's not. It
1: fake. doesn't matter. I mean, it, I mean, impact is impact. People flocked to them. People like, yeah, maybe because they died and people bandwagoned onto them yeah. as as an, as an effect of them dying. It doesn't change the fact that a lot of people did it. So it did have a big impact.
2: You remember I mean, the first time you were when you heard Teen Spirit?
1: Huh? No, oh, of
2: course not. I could give yeah. it a shit. Yeah, see? bought that shit on cassette, son. Play the shit <laughs> out of it back and forth. Side A, side B.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just different people. It's not, a, not necessarily like freaking Michael Jackson where like every freaking person on the planet knew that person's name. And even then, it took a while for him to get to that point. But back
2: then in the 90s, right. everybody knew who Kurt Cobain was. You know what I mean? When they came into the scene, they fucking came in the scene and hard and MTV pushed the shit out of them. Yeah. Their videos were exactly. on heavy rotation. So yeah. Exactly. It's not like they pushed the out Ola and
1: his like, finest. Pushed, like, You
2: know? And then Seattle had a huge movement. Every record, every record studio, every big record, record record executive was trying to find the next fucking flannel wearing from Seattle band, grunge band playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but so great fucking bands that came out: Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Nirvana. These are great fucking bands. These are not just these fucking bands that had a one hit song and took off. These are yeah, fucking but, but, great bands. But,
0: but just because they sold a million albums and and fucking. Um, MTV promoted the shit out of them doesn't mean they're fucking quality. I mean, how many albums did Backstreet Boys sell at their, at their peak? Yeah, it didn't mean they dope, were any good.
2: That happens every every so many years, right? With New Kids on the Block and then Backstreet and then Sing, then the, the Britney Spears of the world, that shit happens, right? Pop music sells regardless, right? Make a poppy hit song. But with, with Rocky, it was something different. I mean, it was just the grungy kids listening. It was the high school It was jocks listening to them. It was like everybody was listening to them. You know? That's what was, that was just what transcended, but Nirvana. Everybody was listening to it. You know, girls were listening to it like uh, just a nerdy. I kid. think that's another
1: that's another argument to make or complaint is that pop music doesn't necessarily equal good music.
0: Well, yeah, that's my argument.
1: That's that's essentially. I mean, it's not an argument against any particular artist. It's a, it's against the people that are listening to this shit and they buy into whatever happens to make them popular. You know, the, the, that's what pop music is, what the people like. If they like it because the MTV shoved it down their throat. Hey, that's what that's what makes pop Ugh, music. You know, that's so hard. For it me to sucks. Say. Yeah, I agree that that. But it doesn't change the fact that that, that they were pop music. I don't they think they is pop.
2: pop music at all, though.
1: What's that? I, don't, I
2: just don't picture them as pop music.
1: No, not by the definition of pop music, but. I was using that as an illustration They became popular. Of something after that becomes Kurt Cobain's death. popular. No, it right. did
2: not they were already popular before he died. But then you just said you they're don't consider them popular
0: music. Which one is it? No, I'm saying no, they were the
2: popular before the, that.
1: There's there's the pop music, quote unquote. Right. And, and then Michael there's Michael Jackson, Madonna, popular, Pearl, with
2: Janet Jackson. Right. But and then, then there's, there's like the music that right, that blew up. Yeah. That's popular, right. But not by the pop definition, but just blew up. Like there's these three kids from Seattle, they didn't know like they were gonna have such a huge impact, you know what I mean? Selling out, you know, huge concerts and stuff like that. I mean, that's it's pretty pretty incredible, you know? He was always low key, like he wore fucking cardigans and like, you know, as like he wore a fucking evening gown to like uh headbanger's ball. Like he was just so low key and mellow, it was crazy. Um Man, you defy you listen to Ron Unplugged, I listen to that album. Fuck, man, that shit chills, man. But my I do still holds up.
1: I do agree though that his death Spread his name out a lot more than it would have if he just stayed alive and continued making music. Yeah, Yeah. more people were exposed to that music because he died. Yeah, than if they would have just been a normal band. No, but it was also
2: too that the height of their popularity though too when it happened. They were young. They were a young band. It wasn't like they were around for a long time and they had established a long ass career. It was like their peak of their fucking popularity when he had died. So everyone's like, what the fuck? Like that's weird. That's never. Ha- well, has that I ever mean, happened before? When someone's like super rising, really high and super famous, and then they died. You know, they were cool? on
1: the rise. You can't say that they were at their peak because you can't really see. We the don't peak know what you... their peak was. Right. You don't know what the peak was. That's the problem. They were on the rise, and I agree with that. I, but... I
0: would, in in Nirvana's case, I would argue that they were at their peak. I I, I don't see. Are you and I
2: agree? I, I just <laughs> don't
0: think that they were gonna. Do anything more than they had already done. I mean,
2: they were. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, it, it's hard. obviously
0: it's, you, it's, to it's impossible to say. It's not hard. It's impossible. But it is, you know. But
1: he's still going to say it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll pay me enough for not saying it, but I'm gonna say it
1: anyways. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that just died, right? Yeah, the, the this music. Year, I like,
0: love it. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, you're going to, I think you're going to, drummer, I'm going to say thing. you're going to one more time because that'll make the podcast great.
1: Oh, the it's the title. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You're going to shut your fucking mouth. How about that? <laughs> be like that.
0: <laughs> the internet is going to be flooded with famous people dying in the next 20 years because we're going to hear about every single person, every. Clown that was on the real world. You know what is it, gonna it, die, and we're gonna hear about
1: yep. it. It's because the internet is so young. All the people that were famous before the internet came out, they're the ones that are just gonna flood the internet with, "Oh shit, this person died. This person died." Yeah, you know, another generation pass out. Another fifty years after this generation dies, no one's no one's gonna because everybody's gonna be on the internet.
0: Yeah, I'm on the internet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's wrong with the world today. Is I'm on the internet. Yep. There you go. What kind of world when we what we live in when a man known as fucking MCP Mike and Marcus, whatever the fuck our names are, are on the internet? That's a problem, people.
2: That is. I think, he, and, and you've made it big when Weird Al Yankovic decides to parody your music too.
0: No shit,
2: you know. Ain't that the truth? You know you've made it. So he did. He did a parody of Nirvana song. So just saying.
0: He did. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot argue Nirvana's popularity towards the end of his life. I'm glad someone has the balls to face facts.
2: Thank you. Thank you, you very much.
0: MCP said it. Yeah, but hey, really quick,
2: (laughs) I wanted to talk about some other news too really quick Um, Mm. because it happened last night and um, just like its unstoppable villain Michael Myers, it seems Halloween film franchise which launched in 1978 with John Carpenter's original classic and spawned seven sequels as well as a remake with its own sequel was destined to come back to life again. We're thrilled to announce that Michael has found a new home at last, thanks to efforts of Blumhouse founder CEO Jason Blum, Halloween franchise producer Malik Akkad, who's been with him forever, Miramax and Trankus International Films, who have just announced uh, a team-up of historic proportions to bring a new Halloween to the big screen. Uh, but hang on for the best part. Tonight's press gathering included a surprise appearance by none other than the father of Halloween himself, John Carpenter, which was funny because he was on stage eating popcorn the whole time. So so fucking badass. Uh and he was up there talking. Um and he had said a couple things. He said, uh, Halloween needs to return to its traditions, Carpenter said. I feel like the movies have gotten away from that. Michael is is not just a human being, he's a force of nature. Like the wind, that's what makes him so scary. Um and then Halloween was one of those milestone films that inspired everyone at our company to get into the world of scary movies, Blum said. And we were excited that Miramax brought us together. Um, not only that, he might be scoring the film as well, too. It says, but we're still not done. Did we yeah. mention that Carpenter may also com- be composing the film's music? Negotiations are still in progress on that. So we, can s- we can't say it's a done deal, but it looks very promising. Which may more money. But, I mean, since yeah, he's having shit. such a blast. He just played on Friday, May 20th. His very first show. His first first live show in L.A. The Blue Lake Theater sold out. And, uh, and he was playing his fucking music. So I saw some videos online because I couldn't wait to see it. I wanted to see it my first time in person, but my, the, my curiosity got the best of me and I had to see some videos and it was fucking cool. When he started playing, uh, music for They Live, he put on the black shades and then the whole band started playing shades and then people were losing it and they were playing it <laughs> and dude, it sounds That's fucking cool. bad at the hall, listening to the Halloween theme live watching because you forget like yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty neat he's sure. playing his original music right some songs from his first uh, you know his first his, his two albums lost Themes* and lost Themes too so you know and sprinkle there's a couple of songs from his movies and then when fucking halloween kicks you're like oh that's right this motherfucker created one of the biggest halloween movie, you know horror movies of all time and mm-hmm. scored a lot of his music and, and one of the easily the most recognizable halloween music You know what I mean? Of all time, the score for Halloween. absolutely. You you hear that theme, everybody knows where that fucking thing is from. To hear that live and seeing them playing live was pretty fucking incredible. And I cannot wait for June 18th. Like, I'm just fucking losing my mind. But see, hearing this news, like, for horror fans, like, this is huge. To have Jarbert Carver to come back executive producer, you know, having his name print on it, it's, it's pretty huge. So, like, it was, like, all the news yesterday I kept reading, at least in my little circle, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, well, it's one thing if, if like you guys casual fit, like if the studio.
0: Well, it's one thing if like the yeah. studios are like they see this as a cash cow, as opposed to John Carpenter's like you know getting involved kind of thing.
2: And the thing about Blumhouse is their their motto is always keeping it like under ten million. They don't like to make a movie. Oh, 10. interesting. Yes. So that's why those purge movies and all those other movies do really well. The paranormals and stuff like that. They keep a very moderate budget. And in Halloween was that same way. You know, you you didn't really need a huge budget. You know, you start getting all these huge budgets and you start adding all this other effects and it just doesn't work. So they're Mm -hmm. trying to keep it in that same feel because everyone that works at Blumhouse are horror fans. You know, it's like for the people, by the people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's like
0: horror movie meets democracy.
2: um so it's just under good hands it's under an nice uh, umbrella so there's no script but now it's the guessing game it's like who's gonna direct you know what i mean who's who's gonna work on it and there's all these names being thrown out so that's gonna be fun but it's pretty huge task to take to you know what i mean but do you got tronic and you just imagine him just making the music uh it's just it's pretty fucking cool. It's like we live in an awesome time right now. He's touring. He's a fucking rock star. He's, been, he's on tour plays music. And we get to hear this news. So it's – because like there's still talks of like a new Friday the 13th, you know. Or, and then remember we just had recently – we had a couple remakes of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and They didn't do really well. So well, right? They didn't so, do
0: really well or they are scourges on uh, – <laughs> be okay, – okay, I was trying to be
2: nice. But... <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. they, ought to, they ought to shite my – so, um, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't do so well. Yeah. I fucking, I remember hating the Nightmare on Elm Street. I really hated the Friday the 13th. That's so bad. You know, we get a lot of titties in that movie. So, you know, we get some titty points in that movie. Um, so yeah, this is huge. Like, you know, I just, um, uh, just had to throw that out there. I know you guys, you know, not big horror fans, but you know, it's pretty cool news, huh?
0: Yeah, but you can't argue the, the impact of, of that in the sense of, you know, what it stood for and stuff like that. Yeah. And,
2: and it was so weird about that, too. This news dropped that night. And and earlier that day, Guillermo de Toro was on this fucking tear of just, like, like praising the shit of John Carpenter all day on Twitter. He just kept saying all these fucking great things. It was it was surreal. Like, his every mm, time he drugs. could something and another thing and another thing and another thing, it was, like, incredible. Everyone's was like, well, like, look how much he's given him so much props. It was insane. And then to hear this, it was like, man. Like, I don't think he gets this just, like, I don't think, you know... Like, he gets, like, the respect he, that I think he deserves. I mean, for scoring your own music and, you know, and the classics he's done, you know what I mean? There's so many movies he's done that are just classic, classic films. So, um, it's just, it's high praise that everyone was giving him. So, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Should so, it, uh,
0: yeah. Well, I, I think that's a great um opportunity to talk about the the YouTube video that you saw. That you sent us and that we uh, we watched. Oh, good I, point. Yeah, nice segment. Made, I made sure Tony uh, talked about it. Or at least so you it. sent us, Tony, you just saw it first. What do you, uh, you know? Or recently, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, no. You, I, I, uh, it's, what did you take from it?
1: I mean, the, the, the title of it was A Hollywood Crash is Coming. like a bubble bursting. Like a bubble, exactly. Um, and yeah, I've definitely seen it. It's, or it makes sense. Um, and I I guess I've had the, we've had this feeling of it. Like it's getting ridiculous where you see. Well, describe the
2: video for a sec, really quick. Um, it just talks about
1: how movies are becoming more and more expensive to make. So they're requiring more and more money as a blockbuster. You know, tent pole, yeah, summer blockbuster type thing that needs to, and it needs, and they're spending a ton more money on, on marketing and on our actors. And so they need to make billions worldwide in order to recoup the costs. And so it's just the, the trend that it's going towards is just feels like it's gonna, it's gonna burst. Um, and they go into detail about how, um, you know, that there's, the, the trend has always been, you know, if you got the, the summer blockbusters, but you always have your indie movies and your, you know, your mid tier and your small tier movies. And overall, they all come out, you know, breaking even. There's different degrees. But lately in 2016, what the guy claims is that the indies and the middle tier aren't making their money. Nobody's going to watch them. They're only They're... going to watch the big yeah. superhero blockbuster movies. So and the
0: problem it- is with those movies is if everybody in America sees them they still only break even. Yeah. I mean, you you're you're creating these tentpole films that are so big, they're so ludicrous. I mean, they paid the, the video pointed out, they gave Robert Downey Jr. 40 million dollars to be in an Iron Man movie, not an Iron Man, a fucking Marvel Captain, Captain America, America. movie. It's not... The, the movie isn't about him. And he got $40 million. That's I insane. I know. Yep. I mean, but... And so there like it makes that sense... that many 15-year-olds out there that are like, I'm not going to go see it because fucking Captain Iron Man's not in it. I'm and, like, and I not get it.
1: And, and that's what um, the, the video does talk about is that the, it's all about... They're using familiar faces as part of marketing. Like, they paid him $40 million because... Of competition, everybody wants his face in their movie So people would come watch it Uh So they have to pay him that much to buy him away from all the other movies (laughs) Like that's the reason it's costing so much So that's what's leading to the bubble The bubble is growing and growing and growing Eventually, our big time actors, they're not going to want to do any movie You're not going to be able to pay him enough to, or In fact, the studios aren't going to be able to afford the actors because they're demanding so much because the competition is so huge
0: the judge came out with starring robert downey jr robert duvall billy bob thornton it cost 50 million dollars to make we all remember that movie and i think we all remember enjoying it like that was a pretty cool film like you know i mean aside from you know robert duvall like shitting himself you know, while taking a shower, um, like that was a cool movie. Like you kind of get Robert, you get Robert Downey Jr. right. Yeah, but the movie cost fifty million dollars.
2: So forty of it went to Robert Downey. I, I don't know. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> a fabulous fucking question. I don't know. Uh, I hope not. Um, but we, but nobody went to see that movie. It made forty-seven mm-hmm. million dollars domestically. So like they got Robert Downey Jr., but the movie didn't make two hundred million dollars.
2: You know what I mean? But forty-seven million—that's oh, that's it's total gross. Yeah, domestic after theater run. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah domestically it made for it didn't make its money back. Yeah, so it's like—I mean, I'm not arguing with you, Tony, because you're right. I
2: mean, the no, but that's the marketing. Is that's what the—that's
1: that, what the video is claiming. that's yeah, that's yeah. what the video was saying is that there's competition it for actors. That in that's
2: what
1: I mean. They're showing the picture of him saying it. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're saying that there's two things that studios are are. Pumping money into marketing and actors—that's and actors. what's costing yeah. so much. It's not yeah. filmmaking itself; doesn't cost that much. right It's insane. It's uh, it's the marketing that they're putting to get people in seats and butts in the theater. But look is, what
0: Disney did with Star Trek or Star Wars. Well, oh, that's the other thing they mentioned. Star, like, Disney well, and mobile. they mentioned that
1: is that the studios, most studios, are spending all their mu- on their effort into just w- how do we get people into our theater um, using money. And so that's marketing and actors, whereas Disney just pays more attention and they listen to their to their audience and they make better movies. So people go to watch the Disney, you know, the Star Wars and and the Marvel um, because they're actually better movies versus the, you know, the Transformers movies or the battles, Battleship or whatever the fuck they were showing on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the video was saying is that, Disney well, does you, a better yeah, job you, of listening to their audience and delivering uh, better movies versus just pumping in money into marketing. And it's like it's and like Soderbergh was, was on there too, it. and he said, yeah. he
2: said that like how much his money made, Magic Mike made, and they had right. no idea. It was <laughs> and, do and they that had well. no idea.
1: Yeah, it means yeah. that studios are out of touch with their right. audience. Yeah. They have no fucking clue.
2: Well, I mean, let's see what's safe to make a lot of money and. uh it's a known commodity, right? Like Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. we have the new Ghostbusters coming out, right? Ooh. Let's 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 bank off the name alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Um or a bunch of sequels or Yeah, but like that a, trailer right?
0: came out and the whole internet barfed on it.
2: Mm-hmm. What's well, like, the most downvoted trailer on yeah, YouTube? Ever. Exactly. In fact the Sony trailer, I think it's it's not even on there anymore. They're like, Okay, we gotta
0: figure something out. We need less chicks and Ghostbusters. They they're 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 fucking clueless.
2: Yeah. I mean, but it was an interesting video. Like we we should post a link to that too. I mean it's it's a really cool video. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's really interesting and I think I would tend to believe, you know, you have these I mean they threw two hundred fifty million dollars at Iron Man and mm-hmm. and I or not. I keep saying Iron Man. Uh Captain America. Yeah. And I, I told I was telling Chris and I might have had a buzz, I don't remember. <laughs> uh I was I was screaming at her. I'm like and he's kind of buzzed, and it's all because <laughs> they threw 150 million dollars at Cameron's Titanic, right? And you guys remember we're old enough when they were talking about it when it came out, they were like it went hugely over budget. No, obviously inflation, I get that. It's 1997. You know. Um but you know, 150 million dollars today is a fuck ton of money. And 150 million dollars in 1997, 1997 was even more fuck ton of money. But You know, it was like it blew out of proportion and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. He built the fucking boat, people. He literally built like a two-thirds scale version of fucking Titanic for the shoot the film. What the fuck did they do for Captain America? A lot of green screen? A lot of blue backdrops?
2: A lot of effects. A lot of effects.
0: Well, and Tony, you've, you've brought up several times, you know, it's like how many butts are sitting behind fucking, you know, Core i7 processors and just shitting out special effects? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the number of people. Well, that this movie is addressing, maybe it's not so much of that, and it's so much a Robert Downey Jr. is cashing $40 million checks.
1: Right, well, I mean... And there's a yeah, poster I mean, he's on got
2: every too. Wall. You're making Avengers and you're not going to make without Iron Man? I mean, he's kind of... At the ball yeah, score,
1: right? <laughs> and they have exactly and they have all the power. They're like, fuck you, you I, my face makes your movie. Right. You gotta pay me. Go ahead and make Iron Man with the I have yeah. – pay, me, motherfucker. It's like I'm a fucking millionaire. I could just sit I could just go dive in my you know bank of coins and Scrooge McDucket. All right. So you yeah, need no. to pay me enough Scrooge money McDucket. to get me McDucket. off off my McDucket. diving board. That's
0: that is the <laughs> podcast name, by
1: the way, Scrooge <laughs> McDucket. So I mean it makes sense because i mean at the end of the civil war i remember lane and i were looking at all the credits uh-huh. and like that's a ton of fucking people a lot of people that a but, lot of people But and, and if you think about all those salaries for the year 2 they have to pay salaries for about a year or two years for all those people that's a lot of money that is a lot of but money but that's in the tens of millions of money not the hundreds of millions of money <laughs> you know hundreds of millions comes because of the high priced actors yeah. and then on top of that there's the marketing
2: yeah but they, they 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 go crazy with this marketing shit it's like they they really need to promote a marvel movie like come on you
1: know well and the, and i think that's what i liked about the video is it made a point of the, the the reason that they're putting so much money into marketing is that they may they they need to make people feel like they need to go to the theater Especially nowadays, we got the internet, we got, we, got, we got our phone. You watch movies on your phone. It's like everybody's got a little portable TV. I've, it's,
0: I've I, never watched a movie on my phone, But it doesn't, it doesn't matter none. that you Just have Don't even it. lie, you fucking hipster. it's to matter God, that, I've never watched a movie on my phone.
1: It doesn't matter that you have. What matters is that you can. Yes. You, you we will. all have the ability <laughs> to totally watch. Like, hey, hey, how many
2: fucking watch. movies did you watch on your iPad on the plane? Who, Guilty me? discharge, Yes.
0: I didn't watch any movies on my tablet. I watched on the fucking on the plane. little screen that was three inches from my face. Close enough. It's like I a had phone. no choice. It's like a phone. <laughs> Close enough. But still,
1: did. the point is, even that—that's not that, a theater. You can do that on the plane. But that's my point. On the plane is not no, a I mean, theater. Yeah, yeah, there's I mean, there's so many ways to watch movies that aren't the theater, and so they need to be able to convince people. That this movie that they're putting out is such a spectacle. Is so it's they, they got to build the hype so much that people How are like, go I, I got to go see it in the theater. That's that's why they pumped gotta go out. See it. Yes, motherfuckers got to watch it. Motherfuckers exactly. got to watch it. There it is, so, folks.
0: You heard it first.
2: Motherfuckers got to watch it. <laughs> that's what it said on the post of Civil War. <laughs> got to watch. it. <laughs> it on the bottom. Yeah, that's awesome
0: be American and motherfuckers gotta watch it be American motherfuckers gotta watch it
2: coming to the theaters, theater near you so yeah so,
0: yeah no I was I, yeah, I, very I, passionate was, very passionate conversations I'm, about I'm, it. I'm interested in this you know it's like how is this business model gonna work I mean it's like they just keep making bigger and, bigger and bigger and bigger and throwing more money and more money, and it's like yeah, I, I too, look how fucking
2: great TV is. I mean, Game of Thrones is
1: like oh.
2: a movie every week.
1: Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, there's
0: I so much just, stuff to yeah. watch I mean, at home. It's like a lot of things
2: Yeah, there's so many things to watch at home, like Tony was yeah. saying. A lot of original content produced from Netflix, Amazon. I mean, there's uh, there's so much mm-hmm. stuff you can watch. It, like you said, you 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 want to go to the movie? You want to see a big spectacle movie? Like, I mean, you know say what you want about it, Independence Day resurgence but that's like an event like movie that you know needs to be seen in a, on a wide screen with a big surround sound right i mean it sure. could be dumb as hell it could be a parkour movie um but it that seems like that's a movie you would go out to see you know what i mean but even yeah. then
1: i i think the real the like cuz we're talking about this hollywood bubble and the 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 video talked about it in terms of money like the the studios can only put put out so much money and trying to to try and convince us to go watch their movies. At some point, we're gonna go. Nah, I'll watch it at home.
0: You're gonna. You're what's what's gonna happen is you're gonna get a couple more Batman versus Superman's. Where, I mean, the movie makes a fuck ton of money, but it still ain't enough.
1: Yeah, it's not I enough. mean,
0: there's, they threw so much money at it. It's like they gotta. They can't recoup the cost. I yeah. mean, the, it's like. How that, much and- money did they throw at that movie? It's like people are like it had to make a billion dollars worldwide in order to like recoup its costs. It's like right. what the fuck. What happened to movies? You know, it's like twenty million dollar, fifty million dollar budget. It's like that shit's gone to the dodo.
2: Yeah, I mean when they they look at Thursday night uh, uh, screening showing uh, Showtime night or a Friday night, see how much how much they do like or super. Remember when it was like before it was like. Watch it at uh, Thursday at midnight, right? So you can see it before the day, yeah. or or even Friday midnight, or whatever. Oh yeah, it was Thursday at midnight. Now they're, I mean, now they're, do, they're pushing back to seven o'clock, getting earlier money, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah.
0: well, because the movies lose so much, they have so much sort of popularity at the beginning, mm-hmm. and so once that that drop off come the first week, it's insane. I mean, it's a huge drop off. Yeah, so.
1: It's going to be interesting because movies—the part of the bubble—is relying on household actor names to get people into the theater. Yeah. But it's going to reach a point where people don't give a shit anymore. It's like, well, nah, it's I, like,
0: I think what we've started to see is that people don't give a shit when certain directors are attached to a movie. You know, do it's you really like,
1: think? Do you really think that, people what was pay that attention Cold to the
0: war movie that Spielberg directed? And it was like Spielberg, the man who brought you dot 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 m- makes uh with Tom Hanks, nobody went and saw that fucking movie. nobody gave a shit about that movie you know what I mean well that's my
1: point that I mean the director thing I don't think people give a shit about directors anymore no i mean no. there's there's that's, yeah, I, yeah absolutely there's agree. the critics and 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 movie buffs, which is a less than a percent of the population that goes to watch yeah. movies. Yeah. And, Correct and there, by a and point,
2: y- critics gave nine, uh, the nice guys a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It came in fourth this week.
1: Right, exactly. You know, people were seeing, um, you
2: know, Angry Birds and shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, so, like, really, big, I
0: gotta go. I gotta look up box office mojo. Are people really going to see that fucking yes, movie? Yes. Oh my God! Are you fucking and that's, kidding me? And that's what I'm
1: saying is that no, people people aren't um, as drawn to actor names anymore mm. like that that's reaching the bubble point where actors just aren't having the pull that they used to because
2: there's not those huge superstars anymore right well like it's not Tom only Cruz that is a megastar, the megastar right? even his name alone can't carry a movie
1: right but and what I'm saying is that people's attention is it, it is no longer like entertainment is the biggest industry and entertainment is no longer solely coming from movies our entertainment is coming from everywhere else now We've got the internet, we've got our phones, we've got social media, we've got video games, we've got phone games, we've got Netflix, we've got YouTube. It's like so many things outside of the movie experience. Motherfuckers can watch. that. that people can, can watch it. Yeah, that people can get entertained by. Right. They don't need movies to entertain them anymore. In fact... Movies are too long. But they still need you
2: know? podcasts, though, son. There you go. <laughs> damn Dang right. It. You heard it here, people. You <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Podcast, motherfucker.
2: To so talk about the movies that don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know what I mean. Like he's like Tony said, you you can watch a movie on your phone on your lunch break if you wanted to, right? But mm-hmm. people, you know. Our tour directors hate the shit out of that. You know, They're like you oh, can't yeah. fucking watch a movie on your phone.
1: It's like I oh. mean, people are changing. People's attention spans are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Our Our you know, the the medium that we're trying that we're consuming entertainment is getting smaller and smaller and into our pocket. You know, yeah. we don't need a seventy foot screen. Just need yeah. a little three foot one. Just put it close enough to your face. You know. Uh huh. Like things are part, changing. Part box
0: that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: that's interesting though. we'll see yeah, interesting for sure. times for sure absolutely so hey so check it out this Monday on uh Monday my Monday movie club my buddy hammock Jeff hammock it was my turn to host a movie and I had ordered this movie a while back thanks to MCP and um I was like you know it's about time we watch it because we' kind of indecisive of what to watch and then he's like you want he's like you want to watch it and I'm like yeah I'm like all right let's fucking do it uh, Olaf and his mother run a boarding house and a white slavery ring. They all, they also smuggle heroin. to That's keep- what I
0: wanted to hear. White slavery <laughs> ring. Motherfucker. There you
2: go. Right there. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah Shaka. Uh, uh, they also smuggle heroin to keep addict girls happy. So they don't try to escape. Um, and a young couple moves into the house and it says to see full summary, but I nah, don't need to see that. Well, you see that cover. It looks like a crazy evil Jack black, right? Um, Soulful Dwarf, directed by Vidal Rasky. Um, so, when I go to Moshpalooza, you know my favorite uh, horror convention, there's this little, uh, there's this booth, and uh, the booth is uh, called Severin Films, and they run a lot of exploitation flicks. They produce a lot of. They have this one new documentary, the one about the um, the island Doctor Moreau. They did, and also, so I go up there. There's two guys working there. One's a British guy, one's another guy, and I'm like, so what's the most fucked up movie you guys have? And they get a big spawn on the face, and like they probably get the sacks all the time, and without any hesitation, yeah. what do they do? They hover their finger right over Sir the film The sinful dwarf. No, they don't have that. Oh, really? They have really? sinful dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look on top of the the DVD cover, it says the mother of all dwarfs exploitation films. Like I don't think there's uh-huh. that many, but yeah, it's kind of funny because he's kind of tall, and he and he you uh, know especially for a little person, you know he's a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. But um, he walks around with this cane, and he talks all weird, and like he. He, uh, I'm a leprechaun. Yeah, pretty much. He really, 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 really talks like that. Uh, he lives with his mom, who's fucking always getting hammered with some beef eater gin, and she's with her friend. Uh, she's over the house and yapping. And all of a sudden, she brings out she she might have been an actress or something because she always pulls out these costumes and starts singing. and She starts doing her thing, and then he comes into the room where there's all these naked chicks just lying there, and he starts, um, you know, putting like heroin just to kind of seduce them. And then, sure enough, they run like some kind of brothel where the guys come in, they pay, they have sex in there, and they take off, and, uh, this one uh, I already. <laughs> this couple moves in, and, um, and the, and the guy has a, the guy has a hottest girlfriend, cause the only reason I say that is cause Jeff couldn't stop saying that every 15 minutes. She's like, oh my gosh, she's incredibly hot. I mean, she has topless, she, she puts on this shirt with, the, the, with no bra, and, and you can see everything, and it's just, it's, she's pretty hot. But what's funny is like so on the special features on the main menu on the DVD there's a there's a section called triple X version triple X dwarf version I'm like what well fuck them I man. I got this. I got this movie <laughs> we today. all
0: want a triple X version of a dwarf movie
2: well it's, I mean it's just yeah it's we have to I'm like well, if we're gonna watch we got to go full on right he's like yeah of course so we put that one. In. <laughs> <laughs> so there's even like a disclaimer. Tony, the are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, are you taping? So <laughs> what's so great about this is a disclaimer. So it's like you're about to watch the unrated version. There's some scenes in this movie that were removed you know, from the other version. Um, but this one's all in tag. So some of the film stock might be – you know, not as great, you know, it's like the original film print, so when it gets, so all, all of a sudden you'll be watching this, you know, it's pretty pristine picture in HD, and all of a sudden it gets to this real nasty, um like, stock footage, and what's wild, it looks like you're watching, like, a snuff film, like a porno film you shouldn't be watching, you know what I mean, because it goes in, and, and when they're having, so, they're, like, fully getting it on, making out, you know, and they're doing it, and then all of a sudden, you start getting full fucking penetration, and you're just like, whoa! I look over at Jeff, I'm like, holy sh- that, that's fucking dick. That's a vagina. It's going in there. Back and forth. And we're seeing it. Forever. Not that. Forever. Cause it runs, cause, that's the thing, it doesn't pan away. It just stays on there. I look over at Jeff, I'm like, uh, keep looking at the screen, we, we're laughing, like just, just- Are you comfortable with this? We're just nervous laughing, you know, we're just like, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, you know, I can fast forward you want no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, he's just like we're just so just laughing. We just want to do it. It's just insane. And then so then it goes from one section to another, another one, and then another the one. And then the, the couple that I moved in, uh, she gets kidnapped and she gets thrown in there, and she gets sedated. And you're just like, oh my god, where, where is this going? So this makes sense on IMDb. It's adult crime and then horror. Okay, because the horror is us, is us watching and going, what the fuck, man? We're, what are we watching? <laughs> the adult, it's just a goddamn fucking porno. It's yeah. just going at it. it. It won't stop. And then when the movie ends and it just goes to the credits, it's like, I looked over and I started laugh- I just couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, what the fuck did we just watch? What was the point? What was that? He's like, that's probably one you'll never watch again, probably, right? Yeah, i <laughs> kidding. So we're like, what the hell? Like, I pretty much guarantee you guys are going to watch it, so I'll spoil it. and spoil it for everybody. Um, so like the guy, like he commits us. What's the movie about? I just split. That's all it was. That's all they do. They show you that. <laughs> live with his mom, and they have these women. They go in there, and guys come in and pay, and they're having sex. And it's just a cheap uh, ploy to fucking watch to have people having sex for a really long time. It's like a porno. It's I mean, it's pretty mm. wild. Um, it's a like Danish flick, so... Um.
0: Tony, you've
2: you've already downloaded it, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm fapping to it as we speak. <laughs> you watch the trailer, it's pretty out there.
2: So it comes with all these special features. One's called like the Blue Balloon, and it's got a triple X rating. It's like, oh. So we start watching a little bit of that, and we're like, I'm like, oh, man, this just looks weird, too. Like, ah, oh, fuck this, let's watch this other one. There's another one on there that it says it may or may not have the guy from playing the simple dwarf in the the dwarf in this movie. In that movie, he's uncredited as a prop guy, and I'm like, What? We're so intrigued. So then we're watching, and it's kind of like the circus theme, and there's all these like you know wacky characters, and they're going into a tent. And then Jeff just gets all excited, he goes, Oh my gosh, no, tell me we're not, are we gonna get dwarf sex? No way, and I'm like. Freaking out! My heart's pumping out my chest. I'm like, no, dude, we we cannot see this. I'm just like, we yep. cannot see. We can only sex. cross. Not,
1: we can only does. cross one friendship boundary per day. I'm saying, <laughs> watching yeah. porn together you're was one of us. We've
2: already watched porn together. That's it, man. I'm like, you know, you're my <laughs> homie. You're my friend. You know, but I ain't never seen porn with my best friend. So it's like, oh, Yo, <laughs> you know. Um. So, sure enough, this couple of little people go in there. And the guy starts taking this shirt off, and he starts taking. and Jeff's like, just giggling like a little kid, man. He, like, he can't stop laughing. He's like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this before. And I stopped it right there. I'm like, you ain't never gonna see this, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped it right there, and he starts laughing. He goes, it's just like, it's like, like kids going at him. I'm like, that's what's so weird about it, but they're like, with adult faces, and it's just like, just so weird. So I had to stop it real quick, because it was pretty much gonna go at it, and i was like, <laughs> so, if you're in treatment, yeah. if you're into that kind of thing.
0: had to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: I've watched Serbian film. I've watched Serbian film. I've watched Human Centipede. I've watched Camel Holocaust. You know, when dwarfs just start going out, you, know, you just got to draw the line in the sand sometime, right? You just got to say no. Right. You know what I mean? So, after he left, I watched the whole lot and then jerked off and fell asleep. So, <laughs> I gave it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the Senator Dorf, just for its batshit craziness, like it's hard to give it a dollar just because it's is this an it,
0: american film or something oh,
2: dude, it's danish bro oh that's right but they sorry. do speak english oh what's it. so wild is like not only do they have the whole you know the like sex slavery thing but they're also like 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 heroin deal like they're pushing heroin through like they got this guy named santa claus who works at a toy shop and he's making teddy bears and he puts the heroin drugs inside the teddy bear so they're a front for that you know what i mean it's like a bodega <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh of course why not throw that in the mix they're fucking drunk drunk uh, runners too why end up why not in this movie right <laughs>
1: hey when you go sin sinful you know you gotta go all, yeah. go
2: all the way absolutely so you know like, talking about it is kind of getting me pretty fun, laughing excited so just for the mere, like, entertainment alone we because we were laughing about it we were making kind of we were it was almost like mystery science theater watching it so we we, were, we kind of had a blast i know he laughed throughout too so um it was just so what the weird. fuck it was, else like, are you gonna do? Just hold on forever. So like, I'm gonna just give this a dirty ass fucking doll A Nasty ass, dirty ass dollar. It's just it's it's coiled up. It's dirty and it's, it's just you know I ran to the washer because you know you forgot it was in there. But then you bought it. it's just that's one of the ones you get from a store. You know and you're like oh man you know this this has been places you know.
1: <laughs> it, took like, it took you like took you like 30 minutes to untangle it from the thong exactly. in the, the laundry yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes, dirty ass dollar it's, yeah
2: <laughs> it smells like glitter like a strip club but also has like like traces of coke yeah it's just if it can talk it, it's got stories. so it's one of those dirty dollars so that's what I'm getting earned a dollar i that's buy good. that for a dollar yeah I
1: bet that guy would <laughs> <Reach zero. laughs> that
2: motherfucker sounds like yeah he would yeah. so if you guys ever want to borrow it if you're ever intrigued you know let me know. I'll let you borrow it. Because not only I'll this movie, boy. not only that, but they made a fucking stuffed uh doll of this guy, the character.
1: It's fucking creepy. That looking, pushes button and he
2: talks. Like, bring up the picture, Tony, and send it to. Show it to oh
1: yeah, me. yeah, that's creepy as fuck.
2: It's incredible. Like the movie came out, you know, they came out, and I remember Tony sending me. He was like, "Hey, did you know about this? Not only can you own this movie on Blu-ray, which they only made two thousand copies, you can also have a piece of the of the movie and own a piece of the sinful dwarf. And there he is." Can you play something from the trailer where he's talking, Tony? It's just so you guys get an idea. Sure. Like he's always walking around with that fucking cane, and he's got this limp, and he's just like, hey, "Man, your room's over here." <laughs> and the woman's like, Hey, gives me." He's like, "This place gives me the creeps." Like, "No shit, you're you're still there." And look at and, and that's look at that it has a grindhouse it sounds, release.
0: It sounds like porn.
2: That's that famous grindhouse release, and you yeah,
0: know? yeah, exactly. I've recognized the sound. Sinful Dwarf, a depraved psychotic misfit crazed by the charms of young
2: girls and luring them from the city streets into a hellish snake pit.
1: My son will show you yeah,
0: It's like, who makes these motherfucking movies? Danish. <laughs> 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 it fuzzes like Danish. Think of that blonde girl. Sinful Dwarf, a tantalizing bride trapped in a web of terror.
2: Last night I heard noises. Are you snoring? No. And today, people have been walking in and out of that door at the end of the corridor. Ah! Have you seen my wife? She left. You wanted to see what was in here. Well, now's your chance. (laughs) I've got a new girl you might be interested in. Watch out for it. The sinful door. Admission restricted. There you go. I could I just picture Donaldo listening to this podcast just shaking his head going, why? Why, Fonzo? Why did you why do you watch this? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, why not? Because n- nobody else will. I got to report on this. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking it for the team. Because it was just so intriguing. I had to own a piece of the Sinford I got it. So there you go. So you know what else I saw? Went to the theater. Took the wifey to it on a date. We were on a date. We were on a movies without uh, the kids. It was weird you know you know how that goes <laughs> it's completely weird uh went to the Regal Carlsbad reserved seating so that was cool you know Took a little of the little seats sat down so amy's been on this like diet you know so she has to make her own food and this week she has to eat only like this fucking was it tilapia fish or fucking some tilapia is fish was what is it
1: tilapia is a fish
2: yeah that's it that's the one that that and asparagus so poor thing though, she's got to eat it at a certain time every time. So oh, yeah. we're watching the movie. It starts at 11 at 12.50. She's got to eat it. And sure enough, she's got it in a bag and aluminum foil. And we're in the car. She opened it up. I'm like, you are not going to open that in the theater. She's like, but I got to eat it at 12.50. I'm like, man, you open that. That's going to be – that's oh. more embarrassing than me laughing at every Ryan Gosling line he says, which is not even going to be funny. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna, she's like yeah that's pretty embarrassing I'm like no so she by poor thing I made her feel self-conscious so she never opened it
1: Oh, <laughs> she couldn't run to the bathroom real quick and just eat no, it no <laughs> no
2: so after the movie was over at the credits she, everybody left and the lights were on and, and we were still sitting there and she was able to eat it there in peace <laughs> because you know you can have the seats have the little table yeah. So, because we, it was so funny. Before the movie starts, we kept seeing everybody kept coming in. We're like, she's like, okay, if it's an old couple, I'll be able to eat it and have no problem. So every time somebody came in, like, oh, there's a nice old couple. They went upstairs. We're like, damn it, like, oh, they, like I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, that's young. No, nah, no, nah, they're gonna say something. And then they they left. They they walked down. I'm like, okay, we were playing this game of who's gonna sit next to her. Then there was this old couple that sat next to her, and she could have done it, but she didn't. But I mean, it's just you know, fucking smells fish in the theater. You can you know, something smells fishy. Yeah, Someone's yeah, gonna yeah. say something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so we we went and saw um, writer and director uh, Shane Black, who's famous for writing, you know, Lethal Weapon, Last Boy Scout, Predator. He was in Predator, Monster Squad. So, you know, I'm a huge fan. And then he did Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang a while back. And people really seemed to like that movie. Um, this stars Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. A mismatched pair of private eyes investigate the apparent suicide of a fading porn star in 1970s Los Angeles. It's rated R. And it lets you know right away. Um, little kid, fucking waits for his parents to go to bed. He goes into, uh, he goes under his dad's bed with a flashlight, sees it gets a porno, opens it up, and there it is, Miss Big O' Misty Mountain and her big beautiful tits. Same, uh, same chick on my album cover, my double OP. When you open it up, it's that same girl. Mm-hmm. Except I have it in 3D, he does it. But then, so he, he goes to the kitchen, he's got a flashlight, he's like, yeah, he's opening it up, looking at it. And in the background, in this kitchen window, you see this fucking car jump off of like a, like a, like a super, like sh- a steep turn, just, just flies down, crushing the bushes and crashes like he, and in, into like their house and all the way to the bottom. And it's her, Misty Mountain. She got killed. You're like, what the hell? You're like, okay, that's a fucking amazing way to start this movie. Uh, you got Russell Crowe playing Jack Healy who's like a hired guy. You know, you got a problem, you call him up and fucking handle it, take care of it. Ryan exactly, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is this uh, private eye who wakes up in a in a tub full of water with a suit on. Still, uh, drinks a lot, smokes a lot. He's got a little daughter, kind of a fuck up, but he you know he's pretty good at his job. Um, he's, he's just getting paid. He's talking to this one old lady with his huge glasses. Him and Russell Crowe's story intertwined. And they start to work together. A, and Shane Black just knows Buddy Cop. Buddy like they're not cop, Buddy Cop. You know Buddy, Buddy flicks right. Um, yeah. You know the great ones like uh. Uh, 48 hours like a weapon right um, and fuck man their chemistry works man. There's, the lines are fine left and right they're hysterical they're funny even throwaway lines I mean, there's one scene that me and Amy just couldn't stop laughing it was just throwaway line Ryan Cox is not even in the screen and this one chick's like talking about a huge story you know moving along the plot and she's yelling in, inside his house and he just in the background you just hear hey I got neighbors it just made us fucking laugh so hard I mean it was just a throwaway line but it was so fucking funny that they just threw that in there you know and um and it just works man the the, the look of it the 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 chemistry like i said between between the two it, the, it's just a well-written uh, it's just a cool like original something new it's just a breath of fresh air that's in the, that we need to see but unfortunately came in fucking fourth because fucking everybody went to go see the goddamn angry birds and i was saying that while i was in the theater i'm like amy there's a bunch of kids here a bunch of families they're gonna take them to see the angry birds and there's three four tickets to r2 t- you know what i mean mm-hmm. what was so cool you want though, those kids... we were in there it was it was it was there was a lot of people coming in though that saw it though
1: so you wish those kids came and saw a porno movie with you
2: <laughs> what the sinful dwarf
1: <laughs> no i mean right you said opening scene oh yeah big
2: hey that kid is so i mean <laughs> hey they got the internet they already know what's up right i mean mm-hmm. they, they have an advantage that we didn't right it took us forever to get a mag from somebody, right? They they have it right in the fingertip. They have it on the fucking phone, for God's sakes.
1: That's why they're not going to theaters. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. They're, they're sitting at home. So, um, no,
1: it's just a shame that you know
2: just, uh, they just didn't do so well. Because, fuck, man, everybody's so good, and the Kim Basinger shows up, fucking Keith David shows up. There's not a lot of action for action. sake, just a throw in you know, fucking uh, uh, mindless action and this and that. I mean, they. It's almost like satire because they, they they kind of it's almost self-referential too. They. They, they kind of almost almost like poke fun of, you know, the action tropes because there's a scene where like uh, Ryan Gosling's like, you know what? I think I'm fucking invincible. I don't think I can die because he's getting thrown through windows and, and getting hit by a car and fall. You know, the typical like action stuff, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just falling through everything. You think like any – and like like Harley always says, breaking the laws of physics, right? Yeah. And he does it. He's like fucking Wolverine. Like he goes through everything and just is OK. And he makes fun of it because he's hilarious. He stands there and goes – I think I'm fucking invincible. I don't think I can die. <laughs> and like, get the Russell like, get the fuck down. You're about to get shot. It's pretty historical. I mean, the, like I said, it, I wish a lot more people saw it. Like, it's easily in my top five. On my first showing, I already I, – I, it's one of those ones I, I'm going to watch over and over again. So right off the bat, I'm going to give this a movie a slater.
0: Wow. That, well, that was a fun. fucking movie.
2: Yeah, it's not fucking around. It's it's, it's, it's great. When you watch them together, it works. It's just so much fun. It's like – it's, you know what I mean?
0: what
2: did uh any idea what rotten tomatoes gave it uh, i think well it's let's see it's got 8.0 on be i think it was certified fresh Is oh, no. someone looking it up or <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay nobody is all right all right let's see i'll go look at it and see but so nobody else saw anything else right all no right. i didn't yeah okay let's uh it the business is
0: obsessed with homeland.
2: It's at it's uh, ninety percent on uh Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, there you go. So Angry Birds is at forty two? Oh Silver Wars at ninety?
0: I thought for sure Angry Birds was like not gonna make any money because it's been so long. No, it was it's like, like it. when's the uh, last time somebody played Angry Birds on their phone?
2: I don't know. Hey, he's preaching the choir, homie. I don't get it. Neighbors two sixty two percent, Nice Guys ninety, and Jungle Book ninety five.
0: Yeah, I, I know Jungle Book.
2: Jungle Book made ten point nine million. Nice Guys made eleven point two. I'm mean, gonna just barely beat that. Neighbors made twenty eight, twenty one. I mean, they had a tough competition, dude. It was coming after like Angry Birds came out and it made thirty eight point two. So we had to compete against Angry Birds, Civil War, Neighbors two, and Nice Guys. So. That's just a shame you know but like you said in this day and age Blockbuster it's got to make its budget back I don't know what the budget was on it but you know you gotta um, But if you don't make a certain amount it's it's, cons- it's considered a fl- flop right?
0: well how much money did it cost?
2: that's what I was wondering I don't know I thought you were looking that up <laughs> I got like a, where does it normally say the budget? on details? box, box office mojo oh there it is uh, 50 million estimated
0: yeah so it was cheap yeah yeah I mean in today's day and age fifty million is fucking
2: dirt cheap so yeah, I definitely definitely recommend the nice guys if you get a chance to see it uh, I
0: saw the trailer and I was like, this looks kind of neat, kind of intriguing
2: mm-hmm yeah and the the promotional videos have been fucking hilarious for them too. they've been awesome all right, so this week I chose the homework. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reading some good things about this movie, and when I said it, Tony got excited because he wanted to scare the shit out of his girlfriend, so or fiance, I should say, right? Yeah, forget I forget so. because they've been engaged for so long.
1: I suppose. <laughs> <What> was that? <laughs> I
2: suppose. I guess I'll allow it. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> uh, so check this out, Harley. My man M C P's got a uh, kind of a rating or a, a viewing habit where. I think we've talked about this before, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, but uh he's programming while watching his movie. Oh the, I think we've
0: talked about it a few times. Yes.
2: The movie's gotta do really well for him to stop programming, right? To watch it. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask I'm gonna take I'm gonna have MCP begin talking here, so I've been I've been talking for a while now. MCP, you saw you guys we saw the boy. What were your thoughts on the boy? The twenty sixteen, there's a different one, there's another boy, twenty fifteen, don't be confused. The cover's got a kid with like antlers or some shit. Huh. But this is, uh, this is the William Brenton Bell, mm-hmm. the boy of 2016.
1: Yeah, so you want me to read this synopsis for you? If you don't mind. An American nanny is shocked that her new English family's boy is actually a life-size doll. After she violates a list of strict rules, disturbing events make her believe that the doll is really alive. So you had seen this trailer?
2: Because when yes. I had mentioned we were going to watch it, you got it pretty excited
1: yeah yeah I saw the trailer um okay. it looked it looked creepy as fuck, and I was like, yeah cool, you know it's, it's something something that's actually scary um and so I was looking forward to watching it um by myself there's no way I'd put i i, I mean you didn't
2: I mean, even try asking I'm not even... gonna try no okay. it's
1: hilarious to me that she gets scared just by the thought of it, you know <laughs> she could watch the trailer and have nightmares so um i had that
2: you know what jeff was the same way i'm like hey we're gonna watch the witch and he goes no 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 not, nope don't need to same way he wouldn't want he yeah. does he's not no nope. yeah, so I can't get him to watch
1: so um yeah so i wasn't there, there was no way i was gonna let her near the room uh, you know my door's locked she can she can go c- cook or watch some stupid netflix show you know, about, a, about wedding dresses. they cook,
2: barefoot in the kitchen.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. You can knock yourself out. Um. So, I mean, the the movie it it started off creepy. So, um, I mean, it kind of gets right gets into the creepiness right away with the parents of the doll, this old couple, um, and that's. The first real creepy factor is that they are very old and they have this doll around. So yeah. they're like, oh shit, something's up, you know. I
2: love her reaction though because that was my reaction too when she first meets him. When she first meets the doll, she's just yeah. automatically she just laughs. Because <laughs> I laugh too. I was like, what? And then you're like, oh wait, you guys are serious?
1: These guys are serious. Yeah,
2: I felt the same way. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I totally, I totally love that response. Like, I was, I'm like, yes, that's that was uh-huh. great. Yeah,
1: it's great when uh when the movies react the same way we do. Uh huh. You know? Yes,
2: um, you're a big proprietor, right? Is that a the word?
1: Pro- proponent.
2: Yes, pro- that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one also. You're 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 a good pepino for it too, correct? It what? A pepino.
1: Yeah, 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 I'm
2: adding more p words. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, totally pepperoni for these things. Every
2: pride and prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that title, Harley. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Continue, Tony. Continue, well, about it. It's, tough. <laughs> it's no like either. a competition. <laughs> <laughs> just prosperous. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then, uh, and then, uh, then shit got really creepy on this movie because I was like, she, she was started, and that's they uh, did? I think,
0: when did it get creepy?
1: So it, it was creepy because the old couple, you know, like, why the fuck are they are they carrying around a doll all the time? So it just, I was, they She's had this creepiness, him. She's,
2: like t- holding them like it's a. Real boy well,
1: Yeah yeah the, the, Exactly She's carrying him around That was creepy around. Yeah that's creepy You kidding uh, You see some no, old people it. Walking around Carrying a doll Treating it like it's alive You're not no, gonna be creeped I out no, Fuck I that me. shit I'll walk the other way I cross the street <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah So I was I mean I was trying to give The movie credit I was I, I wanted to be Scared Like alright I wanna this this If this old couple And you know Old people Are normally like Fuck that shit Get off my lawn stuff you know, Get
0: off my lawn.
1: and like they're going like yeah, treating this doll. I'm like, man, something's got to be up with this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and she starts experimenting. Like, stuff's weird while she's there all alone, and they leave her all alone. And well, she's they like,
2: said they gave her a set of rules. Remember?
1: Yeah, yeah. So she could give her the set of rules. This is how you treat our doll. She's like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll he follow doors your the rules. Fuck out of them, them right away. Me, yeah. <laughs> just leave me alone. And exactly. <laughs> oh, sister, just chills.
2: Yeah. With the grocery boy. Mm-hmm. No but then s-
1: stuff starts happening, mm-hmm. and it seems like, yeah, she's starting to believe that this doll is real. But of course, nothing ever happens when she's looking at the doll. Right. Stuff only happens when she turns her back, when the it's off camera, behind closed doors. And it's freaking her the fuck out. Um, so she starts performing experiments and shit. And so that's when I was like, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, perform some experiments. Because that's, I mean, if I imagined myself in that situation, well, pro- I'd probably get the fuck out of there. You would have probably but, left. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have left. But if I didn't have a choice, you know, whatever, um, you know, strapped for cash or something. This is the right. only talent strapped I have. Strapped for cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, okay, fine, fine. I, I would perform some experiments. Cool. She starts doing them. I'm like, all right. Now that this is starting to seem like this is legit, this doll is fucking possessed. All right. And then, um, and then the parents. I mean, are we spoiling the shit? It's a six point. We, no. we, we, we oh, kind I mean,
0: it's, it's of have to. We're not talking out this
2: movie. Okay,
1: because yeah. it's new and it's 6.0 and I know, I know we had know. a cutoff. It's, it's, it's
2: kind of hard, but I, I feel like we need to. too. yeah, so.
1: and then when the parents. Let's well, throw a spoiler alert out there real quick, before, all, just in case. all right, all right, we'll go. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned.
2: So if you don't want no spoilers, fast forward and come back. We'll watch it and then come back.
1: So, um, when the parents kill themselves. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Shit, this must be bad." You know, I was all in at that point. I was like, yeah. "This is gonna be the fucking worst demon," and and like <laughs> it, it, it like slowly gains your confidence. And Did then you
2: have like a, we feel like it was gonna be like Chucky and come to life, or yeah, you didn't like know Chucky, yet. or like literally um, really know
1: what's the yeah, I didn't know. I wanted yeah. it to be like cool, and, and so I had my doubts when all the uh, supernatural shit that was going on. She was only dreaming about it. Mm. You know, like the real, right. like him snapping his head or reaching out from the painting.
2: From the painting, right. Yeah,
1: and that was only in a dream. And I'm like, uh, okay, alright. So fuck maybe you, they, made me
2: jump, so fuck you. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: But, <laughs> it's still, it wasn't real in terms of the movie. And so I was like, okay, the, the movie's fucking with me, but I'm whole, I, I wanna give it some, you know, give it some credit. And, uh, and then it turns out the guy's living in the fucking walls. Yeah. I'm sorry. But
2: that fucking reveal though, man, that shit, so I'm watching it late at night, right? And I'm looking at it, and then I'm like, "Oh fuck!" That dude just got so that dude, so the chick's boyfriend shows up, right? And then he breaks the doll, right? He break just smashes it, and then all shit starts to come fucking go crazy. And then that mirror breaks, and then we start like, walking in the mirror. It they sends him fucking flying back. And when that fucking review, when that guy starts coming out with that mask. I genuinely got ch- I I genuinely got chills. I was like, "Really? What the fuck?" Because was- I didn't know if it was a real person or if it was like supernatural. Still, I was I was in a fence. I still didn't know yet. That's mm-hmm. why.
1: Gotcha. Know? You thought it was so, like the ring girl coming out of the TV? Exactly.
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, what the fuck is this? The ghost of the kid? I was like, is this really the guy? Now I'm like, yeah. oh shit! Just the way he came out, kind of like Samar from the ring out of, out of the TV. Mm-hmm. Just the way he came out, and that fit, and the mask he was wearing, it, it it was genuinely creepy. So I was like,
1: yeah, that's funny because I immediately like I saw the hand. Yeah. Right. And I was like, "That's an old man's hand. Aw oh, man, it's not supernatural at all. It's just the guy living in the fucking wall." And I was so Okay. So let me ask you this: Oh, interesting. Okay. If the okay. movie
0: had been supernatural, would it somehow have been better?
1: Maybe. I don't know. Really? It depends on how Yeah. Maybe. I have a feeling Harley did not if, like.
0: If the doll was possessed, you would have gave this a dollar. Maybe. Oh.
1: I'm not saying well, I would, motherfucker. I'm saying today. maybe. You
0: don't want to hear my thoughts Uh-oh. on this fucking movie.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing is, That's I really, really wanted. Kinda... Okay, I really wanted it. this to be a supernatural, scary film. I wanted it to be so. I was, I, I was giving it the benefit of the doubt throughout the whole reveal. You know, uh, uh, leading up to the reveal, like yeah. I want, I wanted it to to, to be supernatural. So I and was it did giving not it deliver. <laughs> and it did not, it didn't deliver Like once that happened, I was like, yeah, fuck it. So like, eh, it whatever. completely like just. Yep. It, and, dropped, wow, it okay. dropped the ball completely I, for me. I'm
0: not surprised because I was bored to death by the movie. And when the reveal happened, I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I, I was like, are you for real? That's some old bullshit right there. Yeah. Like so,
1: so we had the same reaction. Yeah, so <laughs> oh the yeah, like the like ending, too, I guess?
0: That, that that reveal at the <laughs> end is
1: uh,
0: well what happens is the movie's PG thirteen. See what happened and, was And so that's I think that's that's a big part of the problem. <laughs> is they can't do anything. They can't they can't it can't be all psychotic. It can't be it's just I don't know. I and I, and
1: see, I, I didn't need it to be psychotic or gory terrible. or people getting killed. I just needed it to be supernatural ghost, where you didn't know what the fuck it was. Maybe it was a kid. Maybe it was the little kid's spirit. Like I was, I was like, okay, let's say it is the little kid's spirit, and he's just having fun. He he yeah, he plays around. He steals her shoes and shit. He gets
0: around. Oh, it's like a Tupac song. <laughs> yeah,
2: he hate to break it to you, but the ghost was Tupac. Oh, there you go. Uh, is German for Tupac. I don't know if you guys knew that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, Fonzo, I, I I don't feel like you've said enough about the movie. Uh, well, I like Lauren Cohen because she's on The Walking Dead. She plays Maggie, so I, it was cool to see her like in a leading role like this. Um, yeah, I I was uh I was into it too. Like Tony was saying, you know, with the couple and they're like, why do you have a doll? You know, it looks super creepy. I mean, it's you. Like, so what's going on? Then you know we get a little more backstory on her character. So I wonder why she's still there, not leaving. Um, but like I said, that, that I don't know for some reason. Just maybe it was late at night, and that reveal when he came out just kind of freaked me out, and it worked. And I had just seen it, I had seen another movie where there's uh, spoiler, alert, there's somebody living in the house like that too. Mm. Um, so it wasn't maybe too of a like, um, surprise, I guess that 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 could happen. I don't know, but but when I found out it wasn't supernatural, it, I wasn't like you where I was like, oh, f- ah, that's weird. I don't now I'm not into it anymore. I don't know. I was still kind of into it from from. The beginning to the end, so it didn't really, it didn't really distract me. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I had a good time with it.
1: Hmm.
2: So I bought it for
0: a So, feel, correct me I if I'm buy wrong. That for Tony, you were kind of feeling it until the end.
1: I can feel it. Um, I think, see, I don't know if I was actually feeling it. In, in the, or like, if you were
2: feeling the ecstasy.
1: exactly like all the drugs running through my system you know it could be making me feel things.
2: see so when everything wore off that's when he's that's probably
1: exactly it just happened to line up the timing was just bad that's all but no I was I, I wanted it to be so like trying to think about okay what if I went into this just blank slate didn't know anything about the movie wasn't putting any expectations into it I would think it was pretty silly it's like yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have bought the whole. This, this old couple is catering to a doll. Mm-hmm. Like really, I probably wouldn't have bought it. I was like, ah, eh, that's kind of stupid. Like, I, what I don't was believe
0: the movie that we just watched with the uh, the deaf chick. Hush. hush, hush. Yeah, good movie. Suspenseful, yeah. like it worked. It did what it tried to do. It succeeded. This movie tried to be like a PG-13 suspense we've seen a bunch of movies what was the the movie um uh the 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 guy who did saw the Juan character the actor or director what the fuck is his name he did that movie with the dolls with the the ventriloquist dolls what was that movie called um you guys are fucking huge help <laughs> 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 it was like it was like the DVD cover. Um God damn it. I can't think of the name. Of it, it was creepy. Like it genuinely was like creepy. There was never a moment in this movie where I was like like creeped out. Hmm. Like I was like the dolls moves around and like oh, I think the biggest problem I had with the movie is it was filled with so many cliches. It was filled with every horror movie trope I think I'd ever seen. And on top of it, it was PG-13. And so that really fucking bumped me. Like, that really, I was like, I I can't fucking enjoy this movie because it's every bad movie trope, and it's taking itself serious. It's not like... It's not winking at the audience like the right. the the House on the Hill or whatever the fucking movie was that we watched a couple of years ago. Um, <clears throat> the Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Like, it genuinely was like, no, we're just trying to be scary. And I was like, if my 13-year-old was watching this movie, yeah, okay. She would probably be like, that movie's scary. But... I don't know man it's 2015 or 2016 i forget what time it is <laughs> um, so what'd you give it <laughs> oh it's a full on waste of time okay i mean it doesn't waste like waste of time it doesn't piss me off so i'm not like angry at the movie but it's it's garbage it, it yeah it's it's a waste of time for sure i mean it, i mean there's nothing redeeming about it it doesn't like anger me it's just uh, sounds it's, like it. it's lazy you know what I mean, um, but you know, right. I I know there's some people out there that are gonna watch this movie and like it. I'm certainly not one of them.
2: Okay, so Mr. Page gave you a rating? No, um, okay,
1: it's a waste of time for me. Okay. Not as not as big a waste of time for Harley, but or as Harley, but
0: that would be a waste of time. Wait, you saying I'm a
1: waste of time?
0: Yeah, That's right. Know what you're saying? Oh, okay. waste, of, sorry,
1: waste of Air. Yeah.
0: Use a lot of it. These movies, the, these reviews, the, the review is way more entertaining than the movie. For sure. <laughs> and that movie bored the shit out of me.
1: And I could see it boring the shit out of me if and, and, I wasn't and looking Chris, forward to it Chris, so much.
0: Yeah, Chris gave it a waste of time too, by the way. Just yeah. in case. In case y'all wondered. <laughs> I was just like, I don't get it. There's nothing is it scary? Did I miss something?
1: <laughs> like <laughs> I mean if you put yourself in that situation, in her situation where weird shit is happening, I could see things being creepy, you know. Yeah, and then out.
0: and then the fucking thing is she's like all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, it's real." I'm like, "I would just get the fuck out of the house." Instead, she's like no, I gotta stick around and fucking find out really what's happening. Yeah, I'm and like,
1: they tried and they tried to explain it with her losing a baby thing. And it's like, eh. Yeah, that's that, was, that was that oh. was
0: lazy, cheap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it that's what I'm saying. It's like so many fucking tropes, so many goddamn tropes. And it was like, I'm like, I'm tired of these tropes, man. I'm a grown up.
1: Yeah, well, but that's you the know, thing.
0: It's like the movie was like it, it wasn't aimed at somebody like me. It was PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. You don't make movies like this anymore. PG thirteen. Like who the fuck? Who 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 were you expecting was to be your audience? Like who was who did you think was going to go
1: watch this movie? Was there somebody in
0: the theater that I missed? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, so. you know it's it's going to be hard to find movies without tropes these days. I mean. Well, yeah, like
0: the everything about this movie was a trope. Like there was nothing original about it. All right, ready? It was an hour and forty-five minutes of troping.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess.
0: I feel like Tony has his pick of uh, podcast titles tonight.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna. Make it wrong, just one really long word. There you
1: go. Yeah, so MCP, you had the extra credit, right? I did. I had the extra credit, and I and don't. You chose. Re- I don't remember because um, <laughs> I watched this shit. Ah, yeah, Wild Wild West. Um, <laughs> I want. <laughs> I watched it like the next day talk about
0: movie tropes
1: by the way <laughs> oh god yeah so last week we saw will smith uh, in the homework and so i continued the will smith train and went to sign it for extra credit no pun intended no pun no puns here at all now uh, the two best hired guns in the west must save president grant from the clutches of a 19th century inventor villain yeah sure um don't yeah. mention don't Why mention not? like i dig it <laughs> Sure, sure. It don't, it don't mention anything about the the steampunk type technology yeah. in it. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, starts off with our boy Will Smith and Lowry. A, Mike Lowry. He was Lowry. being Michael. Yeah, he, was he Mike, is Mike Lowry. That's he, he all. A, that,
0: he is so Mike Lowry in this movie. It's not even funny. Uh
1: huh. He was Mike Lowry and all up on that girl.
2: Um, <laughs> Garcel Beau.
1: Is that was her the name? The movie, it's crazy.
0: It's like PG thirteen. It's like a porno without the dick. It's like there's so much sexual reference in this movie. It's not even funny. Uh-huh. Like I, I'm so like because I watched it with the whole family. Like all four of us sat down and watched this movie. Well, Chris programmed the fuck out of it, but I mean, well, and I did too actually. Now that I think of it, but <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it there's so much sex, it, sexual it was, innuendo. It's not even funny. Like you cannot watch this movie. It's so.
1: It, it was pretty bad. Yeah.
0: Um, and I'm, mean, I'm all about it. It's all good. Like I'm not hating. Like.
1: <laughs> <and> we have <laughs> to make. It, a, but it, again, to
2: make a big budget western, it doesn't do good, right? No, Ie Lone movies. Ranger. Yeah, no.
0: these movies do bad. They never make any money.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's just a. Uh, Maybe it's just too not believable. Like, you know, when we watch a Western, we want to watch. That's a good point. I don't, I don't know Western. why these
0: movies do so poorly. Um, because, yeah, that's exactly what happens is they do. Nobody goes and sees these movies. And the truth was, this movie's not bad. I mean, it's bad. Why did I say it's not bad? This <laughs> movie's terrible, fun. but it's fun. Like, it's so over the top, it's so stupid. Like, I didn't mind watching it. I love you babe um like it I was just genuinely like it's so over the top, you know it's like that when the big fucking tarantula comes up at the end, I'm like, really, this is like civil war time like that's pretty fucking amazing like it so um, I had fun with it, even though it's garbage it's it's a terrible movie, you know, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. there is something to say for. For Will Smith's
1: charisma, <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that from you, but
2: yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, because hey, everybody, I... everybody was trying to be like Mike. Everybody <laughs> wants to be like Mike. I was and fascinated. I was fascinated with Kenneth Brown. I was like uh, facial.
0: Yeah, <laughs> see how
2: that fucking shit That's is pretty insane. incredible. Yeah,
0: that is some shit right there for sure.
2: In the very beginning, I can when uh, when Will Smith is getting down and uh, he's fighting those thugs, I can see. Uh, why he didn't go for uh, J- uh, Django? I'm pretty glad he did it. <laughs> he, um, he. I don't know the uh, fight scene. There's one point he does like a clothesline, but he's sticking his arm out before the guy even runs. Yeah, it's doing Yeah, doing it. I, the the I uh,
0: it hand to hand combat in this movie is bad.
2: It's um, yeah. Like I said, I would think I would have enjoyed the steampunk uh, elements of it, but like towards that end, it, it just gets out of control with the big ass spider. Like, um, or even just camp's brought us like devices for him, helping them walk and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't know, it's uh I feel like it the was dialogue like... doesn't work too when they're talking, it's just like does any of the dialogue like... work? Oh, God no, <laughs> it's pretty bad, it's pretty fucking bad.
1: The only thing I enjoyed was Kevin Klein's inventions and shit mm-hmm. like that's and and that was only barely enjoying it. Like his train, you know, and it flipped on the under, under. Yeah, it's so, fun to watch. Like, if so you put
0: yourself in, like, a kid's, it, you know, sort of position, you're like, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But, I
1: here's the thing. I fell the fuck asleep. Oh. I, I, oh, I, I barely made it at the end. Oh, like, I was, man. I was fighting it to the end where I was missing minutes at a time type thing. <laughs> and I don't remember how it ended. <laughs>
0: And yep. like you could imagine, it's just a dumbass <laughs> movie, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, the, sinful, the sinful Dwarf shows up, and he's actually the conductor of the train. That fuck fucks him in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah this to me, yeah, it's just a really bad waste of time for me. It, there you go. That would be a waste of time.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was it was not worth. It. I Will Smith, as charming as the guy is, he just shouldn't put on a cowboy hat and boots and. You know, whip around a gun or anything because it doesn't work.
2: That nice. would be a waste of Wh- whip time. Whip around a
1: what's it? Six shooter? You know? Yeah. yeah stick yeah. to your Glocks and the you know Yeah, the, the, that yeah w- I don't
2: know why these big westerns don't work, man. We got some hike in there. It you know, can be pretty damn high Um. Yeah, you got these cool inventions. I remember when it first came out, it was a big deal. Um. But it just doesn't. It just falls flat. Just I think it was
1: work. too campy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And.
0: Well it is it's yeah I mean campy is is absolutely exactly it's everything it is And for me when you when you go into the movie knowing that it's campy, I, I actually like kind of like this is so stupid it's fun like it's like it's entertaining because it's it's like a train wreck. I mean it's like we talk about the room you know mm-hmm. I mean we quote the room and we say like we never argue that it's a good movie. But we do argue that we're entertained by it. And so I argue I'm entertained by it. And if uh, I'm entertained, I give it a dollar.
2: Oh, I'd buy that for a dollar. I was just cringing throughout. And then you're like, man, fuck. And I try to give benefit of the doubt. But yeah. I'm like, man, how did, this, know, how did this get made? You know, I was cringing
1: uh, pretty hard, too. Yeah,
2: so that's yeah, me, too. It's a pass. It's a waste of time.
1: I thought I'd, I thought already hit your wagon. Oh, you did. did. Oh, it okay. would be a waste of time. Bucket, double I thought already, time. I thought already hit
0: your wagon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. Waste of time. Yeah, we didn't agree on either of the fil- films this week. Yeah.
2: yeah. So next yeah, week, like, what
0: do we got? Yeah, homework was some old bullshit. I mean, that movie was terrible. <laughs> I don't know why y'all, like, how you could give that a dollar, but I mean, to each well, team. I don't know how
1: you can give this one a dollar. Exactly, <laughs> fair enough. enough. <laughs>
2: That's the beauty of you movie <laughs> absolutely. So, so, what's the home homework? What do you got for this?
0: So, I just finished what my torture uh, device East Asian history say? class, and uh, s- um, I'm gonna—I'm almost positive nobody's seen the Last Emperor. Is that correct?
1: Oh, I saw it when I was a kid but you don't no, remember I, I don't, don't remember shit it.
0: yeah exactly so that's what I wanted to hear so and I know Fonzo hasn't seen it so make it the last emperor
2: last emperor
0: alright it's long though that's the problem oh fuck 1987
2: yeah alright oh boy yeah, good luck.
0: You might have to watch it in two sittings. Two hours for God damn, Harley, fuck. Hey, it's either that or Gods and Generals, which is four hours long.
2: Why do you have to choose these long movies?
0: That's what Chris said. She was like, nobody wants to see these long-ass movies.
2: Yeah, seriously, I'm going to give it a waste of time right now.
1: <laughs> you, can't,
0: you can't fucking... See, that's the problem. You can get a low attention span. You gotta fucking watch this. Four hours. I got fucking kids, son. Four I got hours, kids, too, son.
1: Four hours of movie is a waste of time. What's that? Four hours of any movie is a waste of time. No, like Especially
2: if it, you don't it, like it. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, no, if you don't like it in four hours, it's a fucking pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Damn it, I guess I feel guilty because I'm choosing a long one too.
0: Oh, this motherfucker! Well,
2: I mean, I had already had it in mind. So, well, what?
0: What do you see? You're like four hours. It's a waste of
2: time. Yeah. But, what fuck did you pick? I chose uh, a little movie from 2011. The movie called "Attack the Block." Oh. But Scott hadn't seen it yet. And I told him you should see it, and i and I was thinking, yeah, you know what? I need to resee it. So I drove all the way over. I only, to watch I only it. saw it once. Well, there you
0: go. What do you talk about? Long? It's an hour and twenty
2: eight minutes. I was Confused. fucking with you, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: these popcorn movies.
2: Yeah. So I figure if we're gonna watch that long, that's one we should at least watch it down with a fucking tasty brew and uh, a nice bottle of Attack the Block. I can't believe he's got a 6.69 b that's fucked up so
0: there you have it yeah didn't you guys see this at like comic-con or something like that no we drove to
2: fucking irvine to see it remember tony did you go with me right what we went to, drove to irvine to see it
1: we drove to irvine to see it to the blog. blog and uh afterwards they had the the interview with a guy that was a comic con.
2: Oh, you saw it at comic con.
1: Yeah, I saw it at comic con.
2: That's what it was. You yep. saw it. I chose to go meet Nicholas in Refing, mm-hmm. and carry Mulligan to get a signature, or, yeah, I, could have, was, or I could yep. have went to see the Attack the Block. And yep. that's right. And it was tough because I really wanted to see Attack the Block, mm-hmm. but I wanted to meet them too. So I was like, "Fuck!" I was torn. Of course, and we I had, had
1: our Boyega Attack. in there. That's right. He was there. He was there. Dang. Yeah.
2: Now look at him. He's all blown up.
1: You know, he's, he's all grown up and he's all, all
2: grown up, up and he's all grown up seriously. and he's all grown up that's funny yeah yeah so they but yeah so yeah so no, i drove to irvine to see it because <laughs> that's the only place it was playing yeah. and i really wanted to see it so, um right on cool there you go so how's your guys weekends man what you guys do
1: you we've had burnt.
0: shitty uh shitty spring weather and it's uh so it's been rainy and shit. So we haven't really done, haven't done
1: much. So, yeah. why are you, Tony? Um, well, You're fully moved in. Uh, yeah, we're moved in. Um, we enjoyed our nice San Diego weather, and uh, went kayaking on Saturday. It was hey. actually a a late uh, birthday gift from Lane's mom, hmm. and um. It was uh, the first time we've been out, you know, outdoors in a long time. Um, and Lane and I are, are retards and <laughs> didn't put on any sunscreen. It's like, in retards. Oh, yeah, we were just dumb. We didn't put on any sunscreen for two hours oh, of a kayak experience. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> we we spent Saturday enjoying that and Sunday not enjoying the aftermath. <laughs> Yeah, well I it's... thought
0: Mexicans couldn't get sunburned. I'm confused.
1: Um
2: <laughs> But this when, do you ever see this fool go outside? When
1: you don't see yeah when you don't go outside, when you don't go and you know mow the lawns as often as my other brethren, yeah, you get sunburned.
2: is <laughs> yeah. always doing this dark bidding inside.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, fun. that was fun.
2: Yeah, but yeah. Well, I, I, I think my I kids had, to... um... what
1: was that? No, I was just saying. Uh, I, I had them uh, pretty much nonstop rowing. They're like, "Where are we going?" And We're like, "We're going over there." And they're like, "Okay, now what are we going to do?" I was like, "We're going to row back." And so we were just doing like fucking laps around Mission Bay because um, oh, I just didn't want to stop. It's like, nope. Yeah. I'm. Gonna, I, I mean, I'm going to enjoy. I enjoyed rowing the fuck out of the thing, probably because it's the only exercise I've gotten in months. So, um, yeah. So we were tired as hell all Sunday. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much the... It looked cool, the yeah.
2: So I went on a little adventure today. I took, I took all three boys to the dentist's office today. Hey, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was an adventure. Um, crew was the champ, the rock star, handled it, no cavities. Uh, Reagan went on the table, handled it, no problem, no cavities. River had a little more hard time. He was like, oh had to be held down. Amy put his hands down. He was screaming, yelling. Oh, he
0: he wasn't feeling the. Uh, uh... He wasn't having it. No, no. Oh shit! And, <laughs> well, it was almost.
2: It was almost too good to be true. We're like, man, because even Amy said, like, I'm gonna have Reagan go first because was uh, gonna be a little bit a challenge. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty. She knew it. She yeah. knew it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh. So at the end, we we're driving back. We're like, hey, did you guys have fun at the dentist. And Reagan's like, yeah. And Rivers like, no. And Reagan goes. Yeah, I, he's like, I liked it. River, he didn't like it too much. <laughs> kept commenting, to everybody that came over, like, yeah, I went to the dentist. River didn't like it. He kept telling everybody, Sammy came over, he's like, yeah, I went to the dentist. River, not so much. Like, <laughs> but I think they got a prize at the end. It was really cool. I mean, I hadn't been to the dentist in forever. I mean, it's kind of different. They got iPads on the wall when you're lying on your little table. They got TVs on the wall, on the screen, on the ceiling, so you can look up. The kids can look up. Um, but Crew had like a champion. He was brushing his teeth when he came home, had a little snack, and then started flossing. <laughs> um, they give you a little, a little, like, a Wheel of Fortune type of wheel. You, you, you can spin and get a prize at the end. So kids love that. Uh, but I was surprised. I mean, they did really, really well. So I was kind of. That's awesome. I was, I was really happy, yeah. So, and no cavities, and Crew got really stoked for that. So I was like, huh. You know? Pretty proud. But it was just wild to take three boys. And it's like, holy shit, how is this going to turn? Yeah, on? you
0: had a fucking appointment for all three of same. We went there like... early. Nobody
2: was there, so it was perfect. Oh. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so that's, that was it. And then I can't remember we did Sunday. Oh, Sunday we went to the movie. Like I said, we walked around the mall, and it was weird. just had all this time just... Me and Amy was really weird, you know. We're talking, and if we weren't in a rush, that's what's that's what we realize it when you, you not got your kids, you can take your time and walk and go look at stuff, you know. But just kind
0: of kind of enjoy life.
1: Yeah,
2: but my parents had them, so we're like, we gotta hurry up. Well, it was the weirdest thing. And this fucking Bernie Sanders was having a rally right across the street from my house at the at the high school. Oh, he was really, yeah, cool. Yeah, that fucking that Sunday, it was crazy because we were on the way back on the freeway. There was like a two motorcycle cops went by. And then like three Suburbans, totally blacked out, just murdered out, all black, and then like a couple black cars, and then a couple cop cars behind. I'm like, I'm like, that's gotta be him. That's gotta be Sanders. Sure enough, when we get to my, my neighborhood to get home, it was fucking packed. Just people walking, cars everywhere, and that's um, it was it was pretty cool just having fucking Bernie Sanders right like in our backyard, like literally backyard, like just stones throw away at our high school. So I thought it was kind of neat. That is cool. Yeah, so I chose that you know the high school. So yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I guess that concludes the episode. Riley's got anything else? I got nothing. You got nothing? No. You got a little song for us, though, Harley. Oh you, shit! You wrote down some lyrics. Uh, uh, you got lyrics to go? I let, no,
0: no, no. I gotta. he's thinking? Oh
2: shit! Yeah, I wasn't even
0: thinking about this. Goddamn. Um, <clears throat> I think Fonzo, we need to do a duet.
2: Oh, I tried, and you you, you turned me down. What are you talking about? I asked you, no, 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 t- you said no. T- Tony will have
0: to edit this. We're going to do... Uh...
1: You got to give me uh, which, uh, which track do you want me <laughs> to find?
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're going to do uh, Deep Cover.
2: Oh, shit, I don't know that song. You don't know Deep Cover? Uh, you can do it. <sighs> I just let him down. Fuck, sorry. Well that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We let our co-host down. I don't know, I don't know one rap song that's super poppy and overrated. I don't know why people love it. Uh oh, there we go. About to sign off, uh Alfonso, aka Mike Lowry. (laughs) Tripping on the mic. Trying to find a word that rhymes with Lowry. Yeah, that's hard. a tough one.
0: <laughs> see, that is a tough one. <laughs> you, thought, you thought orange was hard.
2: Yeah, see? And I'm trying to find a word that runs Mike Lowry. I'm going to turn British and cold blimey. <laughs> is that a phrase they use? I don't know. Turn off the lights and turn I'll close. <laughs> I <wasn't laughs> have the podcast because i got no more words to say. <laughs> I thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a nice day. <laughs> That was, that was episode 313 oh, of the BBPC B- 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 <laughs> on a straight rhyming spree, a straight G. <laughs> hey, listen to this guy! It's I ran a ranc- on all these movies. Fucking calling. <laughs> I'm gonna pass the mic to my man Harley because the shit's so hot. The five best rappers <laughs> in the world is <laughs> Tylon, 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 and Tylon, and Tylon. And now bad. it's on to the break of dawn. And Mark Marcus, Marcus Burnett, take it to the we, net. We die together. <laughs>
1: MCP, bad boys for life. Feel it.